Dude, welcome back to the Mikasa podcast. <laughs> I'm alive. Welcome back to the Mikasa podcast. It's me, my Yukasa. I'm sounding like a CNN anchor, bringing it to the news. I'm going to pass it over to my guy with the facts, no fiction. You're supposed to say your name now. Oh, sorry. So it's like cool, you know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. say you finish. I stuff. didn't really go to news No, like they, the school, way they toss dude. You know how they toss it sometimes? Yeah, I and don't know. I set you up with the, with the facts, know. no fiction. And then you go, Sebastian. And then if you said your last name, it would even be like, it would sound good. Sorry, bro. I just like wasn't ready for it. I don't know. My it's okay. We, I, I just, that's why I tried it again. We can try it again. Okay, just do one more. Yeah, Should yeah. we do one more rolling? With my guy, with my co-anchor. All facts, no fiction. What's up, everyone? This is Sebastian. <laughs> oh, I guess they don't say what's up Dude, on the news, you could right? just say your name, bro. You could just say Sebastian. Don't they do like a head nod that like Sebastian? I think it's the, the turn to the camera. Uh, the second I'm, I'm Sebastian. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> like it's, Yo, the overhead camera would be crazy. <laughs> like they got for the cooking show. They have one just right here. The other guy's literally sitting right next to him. And he just goes, it, I'm Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, dude! Oh, I'm gonna open that door. It's fucking. You know they would. Warming. You know they would fully commit like that. The shoulder pops are crazy. Bro, you ever seen a? You ever seen a? The kid from America's Got Talent do Dancing in the Rain. No. What is that? It's um. It's like or say whatever that song is singing in the rain, and he does like he like dances. He fully commits. He like falls at the end. He does this like back thing, and he like falls to the ground, and he just goes straight back to the ground. <laughs> is this like one of the embarrassing? Bro, he won, I think. He oh. was like a street. He was like twelve or some shit. I don't know at the time. He's like a British kid, and he was like a dancer. He's pretty sick. But that, that's one of the craziest videos I've ever seen. You know, why, dude, why do they let, like, younger kids onto shows like that? Why do they? Yeah, because you know they don't set them up for success after that, like, wave dies down, right? But I don't I don't know how you monetize street dancing besides being, like, a choreographer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You take it to the streets, bro. No, no, YouTube, maybe, actually. Yeah. You think? I mean, you probably could. Yeah, you could definitely get a fan base if he was, like, teaching people to. How to street like, dance? Like, yeah, but he that's, like... That's what he was doing there. He was obviously very good dancer in the whole setup and everything, but like, unless you can sing, right? Isn't that the, that's like the same as becoming a, a, a I don't know an English teacher, <laughs> or like is like studying English in school? Because then what do you do? You just go be an English teacher, right? You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same. No, it's no, the I same thing, that, bro. That, but it's just so funny. <laughs> You're like dancers, yeah. They're not. They're not really artists. They're like the English teachers of the artist world. It's like, what are you gonna do with it? It's like, yeah, you learned it, but eh. <laughs> or like Latin. It's kind of crazy. And now that's too useless. Well, the thing is, that's if you degrading. Can sing, uh. Like if you can sing, you're already like talented, right? Mm. But then a lot of people can sing. There are a lot of talented people, though. Yeah. Then, that's what makes no sense to me. Like I don't know how pop stars make it. I really don't get how rappers make it, but then mm. low key, like you could kind of understand like a formula with the, with the fan base and the yada yada. But pop stars, like generic ass, right. like a pop star just from having a good voice, I don't know how they make it. Right. Like, name a girl who's not like a folk singer <laughs> who has like a really good audience that's not a pop star. Like, the rest of them do like know. alt or folk music. You know what I mean? But if they're not like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we could be tripping, but oh, like, see. R&B would be the only other option. 
it's like Beyonce and them and her, but they're pop stars too. But wait, know? the only other option for what? Like girls, like girls with the mass appeal. I was trying to think of a lane of music that there's girls that just sing, like that mm. are just singers that have the the mass appeal. That's not pop. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I can't think of any lane of music other than that anyway. But like, I mean, for girls. whatever Grimes does, what does Grimes do? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's actually a good ass point. Right, I think there are a few. Holy of them like shit. That's a good ass point. <laughs> but what That's what is that genre called? But is it but let's not even let's just even remove girls from it. Uh, you think dudes is like name dudes outside of those genres that are making a killing. That's the same lane. It's EDM. You 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 pointed at it. That's mm. actually fucking crazy. Mm. It's any like other be- guy, beep boop music. Yeah, who what are guys that are just singers that are famous? Like that are uh, not in rap, not in rap. Michael, Michael Bublé. <laughs> Bubi Lee! Michael Bublé! He's the only one. But the fact he doesn't have that, like, kosher bubble drink sponsorship <laughs> is a major miss. Like, they're missing, like, a motherfucker. <laughs> he probably had a Perrier collab. Yeah. yeah you that think? Nigga Michael Bublé? That nigga in his men's warehouse fucking rented tux every fucking... He has to give it back on Thursday. He is like a, he is a rosé sp- sponsorship. A part of his 360 deal is he has to return the suits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Men's Warehouse, for another great season. It's all just from Leo Cohen's closet. It's <laughs> for his butlers. It's from Leo Cohen's butlers. Just... <laughs> it's not even from the man himself. Keeps him, keeps him in a life-size American Girl doll box. <laughs> this is where Michael Buble lives in Leo Cohen's house, and he comes out just to do dinner parties. Comes out during the seventh course. Because Leo Cohen's like just a huge baseball fan. It's the seven court stretch instead of the seven inning stretch. This rich nigga shit. Dude, he's got a he's got a matching box of dresses. He's like, everybody just get up. <laughs> Have you heard Leo Cohen talk? Uh-uh. Suspect. <laughs> Suspect. I don't know what he's suspicious about. Because uh-huh. it's not even sexuality. Ah, suspect. It's like it's like <laughs> listening to, uh, to Jizzy Lane talk to get mm. Elon Maxwell. Like mm. you know when you get the. Or when you were uh, the Dana White vibes, like we like Dana White. Yeah, it's like, like it's like the oh, what are they thinking about vibes? <laughs> the Mandingo shit. Like yeah. you might own some people. Right. You might, <laughs> like I don't know. There's something about a certain. L- it's like the vibes you get. What we were talking about when you're in like a cemetery or someplace, like negative. Mm. It's like the vibes you get with people, and it genu- generally with those kinds of people. I was just realizing this. It's when they make their money off other people. It's who we get that vibe from is when their whole business model is purely based on them making money off other people. Like, those are people that, that we view, like, mm. in our perception. It's people like Dana White. But he's a bad example because he's self... He made that shit, the UFC. Right. But, like, Lee or Cohen, he probably... He didn't make that shit. There's a whole compilation of him. Uh, they make fun of him because he just keeps trying to mention that he was on the road with Run DMC. Like he like like I'm not a culture vulture. Like he have like it's like his black card. He's like I worked with Run DMC. Like, I b- I bought black friends. He goes like they're the first black dudes who like grooved right. And he like he's like anytime white dudes start popping the elbows, he gets away. But um, that, uh, Leo's uh, Leo's got no like no talent. I guess mm. I don't know what the fuck he's done. Like it, it, I just know that he's connected. To everybody we give a fuck about who hits major corporate acclaim or like success, it went through him for the longest time. But his record label, like everybody knows, is 300. You know, 300 records, yeah, they're fucking terrible. Nobody likes them. Like, after they go through there, right? They think they're getting like snuffed out, they think they're getting fucked, yada yada. 
There's that crazy video of him talking mad, mad disrespectful to Thug. Mm. I think I showed you that, right? Yeah, you might have talked about that. Yeah, that, on the shit, podcast that shit was crazy too. Like, so people like him, you get these weird vibes when you watch him talk about like business or whatever. Because mm. you know, it's like Birdman. When you hear Birdman talk, you're like, right. you know, all the money they've made. Right. And like their advice they're giving you, they're leaving out. Yeah, and lie to people. Like it's just sure. <laughs> like, they give you advice because they're they're lying to you. Yeah, that's not the formula. It's like the, it's like the limited device. Yeah, yeah, that's not the formula they use for success. Right. It's like that sleazeball shit. I don't know. It's the same vibe as like a telephone salesman, Loki. Leo just I don't know. He's creeps. He's creep. Look at what he looks at him. He looks like a vampire. Have you seen what he looks like? Yeah, before. A lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, see, you know who L.A. Reid is? This is just going to be a super fucking industry, <laughs> little dumb shit, little mm. music industry podcast. Uh, you know who L.A. Reid is? Yeah. I find this interesting. L.A. Reid and them, like, they're all tightly connected. Mm. And remember, L.A. Reid was one of the first dudes in the Me Too thing? I did not know that. Look no. that up. Yeah, he was one of the first dudes. I remember that. Because, mm. like, at that time, I was very interested in what they got going on. Like, the music, like, I, Defiant ones that just came out, the documentary on HBO. Right. Like, with Dr. Dre and all those people. And they were talking about people like L.A. Reid. And he's like the one of the only black executives besides like Quincy. But like Quincy and them are just artists too. They, they're on their label. Mm. But he's like a pure executive. He did a lot of such shit. And Leo yeah, he and gives the, off those same vibes too. That's what I was talks, saying. Yeah. And Leo and him are very tight. Right. That's also why I was like, it's not misplaced. The like, right. It's like it's like Epstein and Trump. Mm. Like if You know, man's the, you know there's something going yeah, on there, man, right? like, like if we were hanging out every uh. day, like... Okay, see, you're not liable for anything that happened before you met me or before I met you. Right. But if we're hanging out as much as we do all the time, man, right. and there's just like bad allegations about you doing dumb shit, <laughs> you should be worried and about you're it. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Or yeah. just like if they're like, yeah, dude, bat every time, every night. Like you, we've been living here during right. quarantine, and they go every night. Bat gets out and he runs to Market Street in San Francisco, and he's. <laughs> Flashes women. Gets out. <laughs> gets on the train. <laughs> he wears a fucking a yellow and black flannel. Yeah, that's just as much on you as it is on me, bro. Exactly. <laughs> no, because at that point, what am I doing? Like, like, if I didn't know that, that would be fucking ridiculous. Like, if I didn't see you one time in eight crazy. months coming. Bat, what are you doing? Or hear the beeps on the security when you come back. Yeah. Bat, what are you doing? It's, it's five in the morning, man. Where are you coming back from? Naked. Where are you coming where are your trousers, Sebastian? <laughs> I'm in a twill pants of some sort. <laughs> you can cover yourself with it. What's going on here? But you keep the glasses on. Mm. Glasses on. Yeah, everything else. Hat on. Just butt ass naked. With butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> going from here to Epstein every day. And I come to the uh, podcast telling the people I have had no idea. No idea. Sebastian yeah, did never. Bro, that's definitely L.A. Reed vibes. Never expressed any of this sort yeah. of thing. Oh, he never explicitly told you <laughs> that he was running over there naked. How old is he? Those are the people we talk about sometimes. I think I've talked about this sometimes, but I think that that's always fucking hilarious when uh, those people get swept under the rug. Like the assistant who's brokering, who's essentially like the deal breaker, like right. broker rather. She right. brokers the deal between uh, Weinstein and his victim. You know what I mean? She's like, all right, all right, three croissants, a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> like, what do you need to get and get you up in that room? <laughs> like, she did all the hard finessing. She's like giving out the fake scripts. <laughs> She's the one who's waiting by the laser jet printer for the fake script to come. 
she, like keep, someone she keeps on hinting that. at Vogue. You, you know, know what I mean? Some of that, yeah. that shit's all yeah. like, and those people never get in trouble. They're always just like, right. like, oh man, they, they flipped in their informants or, man. Well, they, they're, they were employed. Yeah, they were worried about their job or some shit, which I get, but to a certain extent. But like, I know you, you couldn't stand outside a room and just brokered Weinstein doing crazy shit. Right. You right. can't even be an accessory at that point, huh? I guess if you act like it's a power dynamic. See, I don't know though. That's what's so weird. Like, I don't understand how that uh, that dynamic builds itself in Hollywood. Dude, you know? if you if you drove the car, yeah, you're an accessory. Like, like after a robbery or whatever, you're an accessory. Yeah, but it's like you said, if you're like brokering rapes, like, like there's a difference between driving the car to a location, right? Because that's what you're paid to do. You don't know, right? Dude, goddamn, the American business system. There really is a middleman for everything. <laughs> you can't just go direct the supplier anymore. What's happened to the good old days? It's fucking ridiculous <laughs> reform oil bro. i want to buy right from texaco what is this you, from, <laughs> you just, just go to the texaco warehouse position. or something that's your position at miramax <laughs> it just says broker and they're like is this a bank like what's going on and everyone's just like no dude no no bro. <laughs> very hush hush the broker it's weird that all of that shit's like silent agreements too yeah, it's called diffusion of responsibility. Mm. I forgot where I heard that. Mm. That might be a Rogan Rogan term that he got from a smarter person. You know what that is, though? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like the reason you film people, or some people film people who fall right. on subway tracks instead right. of like help them out. <laughs> that that definitely is what happens. Actually, that's right. why that I get it. I get it. Okay, imagine being a twenty-two-year-old intern mm. and you see eight people go in that hotel room and have meetings with that nigga. Mm. He calls you in to get the diet cokes or whatever, and then you go downstairs and he tells you, "Can you send that next person up?" Like he doesn't do no such shit to you, but he tells you, "Can you send that next girl up for an audition?" But you've been there for now for a year, so you kind of have an idea of what's going on. Right. But you're like these eight other people would have said some shit, right? One of them's gotta know. They should say something. If all of them come out crying, bro? No, no, no. Not those first eight people. Uh. Like, I'm saying those are regular workers. Okay. Like, those are people who are also, like, a part of the shit. They know uh, what's going on. Mm. You see what I mean? So, like, mm. Mm. you don't want to be the whistleblower. Blower? Brower? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. You don't brower. Dude, I'm not even, like, the top middleman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm bottom tier middleman. <laughs> bro, that'd be, that's definitely that definitely make that would be a smart way of doing it. Yeah. That's definitely how we used to doing yeah. it for a long time. Like you can't, it can't just be like one dude. That's what I mean. It has to be like this weird setup of like in between, in between seeing their expenditure on a movie, right. like somebody bringing him that. Then the next person goes and sends up the 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 victim, <laughs> dude. They, I just can't believe that people want to work in Hollywood that bad. That's you know, all. That's that's right. the other. If that, I were that point. intern, I'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? Is this what I want to get into for real? Is You're this like, what I'm working towards?" You'd be like, "Dude, Miramax doesn't even have that many good fucking movies." <laughs> yeah, you right. Yeah. <laughs> you start asking people. Like, you go, could you pull up the IMDb for the company, please? Like, I don't. <laughs> I say, "Fuck it, I'm moving to Hulu." How much is the stocks really? <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. I'd, I'd easily work at Hulu before Miramax. Dude, you know what you know what sucks? Mm. I found like a I found a really good job posting the other day. It like pays well. It's in the right area in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. but it's for fucking Hulu, dude. Yeah, come on. And I was like, ah. Nobody can, nobody bangs the lime green. Can't yeah, dude. They got live sports though. Until we get the Hulu got live sports money. Have you seen those ads? 
I don't think so. It's just the dudes with a bucket of cash. Because uh. they like, it's a good ad. They The athletes are very obviously paid endorsements, like endorsers of the product. Mm. And they just put you like Giannis and Baker Mayfield, like in a bathtub of money. For and Hulu? Then, yeah, but they're not even hiding the fact that that's just the endorsement. It's money. And they're like, Hulu has live sports. And the only reason they're <laughs> saying it is because they're getting paid. So like, that's like the running, the running <laughs> like funny. line for them right now. Yeah. There's some good ones. Uh, whatever happened to that Allstate nigga? Are you in good hands? Like he's, <laughs> I told you, he became God in the show Lucifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what he's doing now, bro. <laughs> Yo, that guy's the real Grim Reaper. That dude's the real, like he's really the angel of death. He's around an insurance company and he's on Lucifer. <laughs> no, he's, he's on Lucifer. Floating. He's yeah. just floating. I'm pretty sure, oh no, no I, was about to, I was about to confuse him with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> to be like, dude, he's the guy from Bruce Almighty, right? Like, <laughs> dude, uh, Steve Carell is such a good actor. He's so funny. Yeah, he's very versatile, dude. Yeah, he, he's yeah. got a lot of different, uh, different pockets that he works in. And it's funny, like he can be funny mm. in different roles. Like all, like he's not like, uh, I don't know who's like similar when they're hum- Jack Black, I guess, but not anymore. Actually, I can't say that about Jack Black. Like there's some okay, like Sandler. Like people go, you watching a Sandler movie? Like they know what type of humor they're gonna right. get. Like Steve, Car- his character he plays in Space Force is good. Mm. Like it's very different from Michael. Mm. Michael's a dunce. But dude, that Michael character, he murdered that. Like we gotta be honest, he like, murdered Michael. Like that's like that's such a he did that so well. The thing is, is all of those things, everything he says too. There's a lot of like direct jokes. I was realizing this after watching it thousands of times now. Right. Like you go watch it, whatever. But half the shit is how he does it. Like how it's just that it's Steve Carell doing Facts. it, and it makes you laugh so much more, dude. Because he's played like the press guys like a few times, you know, mm-hmm. like down in the dumbest types characters, and he still makes them funny yeah, in like the Steve Carell way. Dude, uh, homie from Ozark always has humor, even <laughs> though in dead ass serious shit. What's his name? Uh, Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah Jason. <laughs> You know he's a douchebag, yeah. but it's a funny like Dude, in real life. You know he's definitely his a energy really stresses me out, bro. In all of his shows, I feel like he's hilarious. Arrested Development, yeah, dude. Even in there, he's like the grip. He's like the fucking. He's like the manic yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I don't like shows that fucking stress me out the entire season. You bro, know, yeah, I can't do that. Right. I don't know. It depends. It de- depends. Like, like did you like Breaking Bad? See, like I. I don't want to sound sound bad, but <laughs> but I may or may not have watched Breaking Bad a little bit, uh, uh. and then gotten to where he's like, kind of, he's like fucking his wife or something, right? Like I don't know. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And you're like, his son's paraplegic. Mm. This is unfortunate, mm-hmm. and he's already cooking the dope up, right? And I don't know. There's something involved with the basement and the other guy, and his homie. Yeah, that might have been like season two. There you go. Yeah, That's about yeah. where I was like, "This is slow." Yeah, dude. It, uh, for dude, me, it I get, very like I can't me. believe I got through it. But. I'm not trying to be a hater because I've obviously it's a good show. I should probably right. watch it now that I'm older. Uh-huh. Like, but when I was like 14 or 15, I was yeah. like, "This is slow." Bro. I was going to say it's like good, at, like conceptually and like writing and shit, like very good show. But it stresses me out the whole time. I hate shows where like there's not a single character that you like. You know, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying. It's hard to get involved with that. Right, you can't, you can't root for anybody. All times I'm, I'm just like freaked out. For example, like things like Narcos, though. Mm. This is just like I guess, but it sucks because you already know the outcome. Yeah, but like uh, the second the Mexico season, whichever one where they kill Kiki. Oh, I haven't seen the Mexico one. That's a good ass season. Is it? Like, 
that's a real story, but like where right. they killed the dude. That's one of those where there's a. Um, but there's people that root for it. But that's one of those. Everything is stressful. Every episode stressful. Mm-hmm. But it's not too long. You can't do like 24 episodes of stress. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, like you, gray by the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Shit. You look like you've been the president. Those before <laughs> and after pictures of people who really care when they're presidents <laughs> actually suck. It's actually hilarious to see. Like Obama's fucking silver when he came out of <laughs> Bush would have been ready to be the commissioner of baseball. And then afterwards, <laughs> Bush had no idea what baseball was. He was like, dude, Afghanistan's on fire. Like, <laughs> It's just the, the Narcos Brazil before and after pictures. He has the ashes on his shoulders. Like, yeah. he's just walking out. Yeah. He's just fucking terrified. <laughs> the shit you must see when you go, like, when you, when you become the commander in chief. That's the crazy part about being president. Trump's the only nigga that probably has no perspective on that. But when they're president, they're also making huge military decisions, like if they want to, which is crazy. That like you're not prepared for that. Yeah, I don't think anyone is, especially especially the type of kids you know that go into politics. That's what I mean. Like those niggas are not ready for that. (laughs) Why you think Obama was fucking was out here like it was two K with the drone strikes? Right. He's like he's like crying. (laughs) What the fuck am I doing here? Yo, that nigga's. I'm from Hawaii. <laughs> oh no, no. Or he had mad beef. Uh, he had mad beef because he's from Hawaii. Yeah. So death from above. <laughs> he loved it. He's like, this is poetry. He just started immediately associating everybody with the Japanese and he just had some shit to get. It was poetry. It was poetic. Went full circle. He starts activating volcanoes all, all across the nation. He all has Pearl Harbor tattooed on his chest. <laughs> never forget. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. His dad was a GI for Pearl Harbor. <laughs> That'd be crazy. The lost story of Barack. Okay, not gonna lie, Barack's middle name being Hussein mm. made it a little easier for Trump to do the. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I literally I thought that was like just a racist joke that was like a part of their campaign for like a while. The birther movement. <laughs> yeah, there's people who legitimately when they called it Barack Hussein Obama, and I was, <laughs> was like, I just I thought it was like a racist thing oh, I that they. No, 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 no. What the fuck? I thought it was just like a racist like insertion into their movement, but <laughs> right next to Hope, yeah, Hope with Hussein. Yeah, no, I don't think they want him to be closely named to some of the two biggest terrorists. <laughs> Saddam Hussein, Barack Hussein, bro, fucking rednecks are so crazy. They're like, you see the connection. <laughs> And then they get fucking, what, what was that, like 10 when he was first elected? Yeah. He had 10-year-olds to believe that shit? Uh, oh, my God. And that 10-year-old is Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't make this up, dude. Is he, has he had a trial yet? I don't know. Do, do you know why those take so long? Why does it take so long to have someone put on trial like that? Because he's white. Yeah, but he like shot shot at people. They're like, dude, the charge it's very vague, the situation. They have I love it when they have all the cameras. <laughs> they literally this was the one I was telling you. It's like, bro, I watched the whole thing. Like it was a movie. Yeah. I mean, you can see everybody shot, everything that went down. Like right. they're gonna be like, it's really vague. We have to work out step by step. Uh I guess it's time for the lawyers to like collect evidence and shit, right? Yeah. They definitely have the bulletin boards. Uh the bulletin boards are out. With the strings. I don't know if they can afford the strings in that part of the country. Like right now. The whole defunding situation. Oh, I see. 
I'm sure the li- the lawyers are protected. <laughs> no, that's gonna be their angle. They're gonna be like, we're getting defunded, so we can't we can't <laughs> we're, charge. Dude, Kyle we're running out of strings, dude. We're like, we're so sorry, but Kyle Rittenhouse has to go <laughs> home <laughs> because we're running out of money. We can't really put everything together here. That's gonna be so stupid. Did you hear that they they just finalized on like it was like eight hundred million dollar settlement? It was like a class action suit for the people in Las Vegas that got shot. You can get a settlement for getting shot at a music festival. Yeah, I guess at a country eight hundred million, dude. Yeah, that video is crazy. But that might be like twenty bucks a piece. Who knows? How many? Like, who's that? No, that's a good amount of money a piece. I think they they said there's like a committee. Like, there's a committee that decides who gets what. How many people are there? I think I think it was like fifty or sixty got killed, and then seven hundred got injured. Dude, that's. Fucking crazy. No, but I'm just thinking about the 800 bill. Okay, uh, for sure. They could all get a good amount. Uh, they get a little chunk. They, they could do something with that. Right. You can make some moves. Yeah, that, those videos are terrifying. I don't even know if I ever saw them. Oh, the, that one, I literally was freaking out. You can yeah. watch that. That shit's nuts. Because he's like, um, the way they picked, like the, I'm trying to imagine, like see, like the way he picked the hotel room. Uh it's like it's like an open face. It looks like this. It's like an open faced V, like the like the um, greater oh, than you. less than sign. You know what I mean? Hotel like is. a backwards corner, almost. Yeah, exactly. But like it's just like up here, uh. and it's facing. These are all just rooms on both sides. He has the one that's like loops out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he has pretty much a three sixty angle what on everybody. But like at the festival uh, and you can see everything not like obviously not people are coming from his back right but this is all the hallway so to the festival he has a complete view of the festival dude what so a doucher you can shoot on either side of the festival so no matter where you are if you're at that festival you can get fucked up right and he was shooting down at people into like ba- banisters and shit like right it was just fucked like that was just he just wanted to murder like obviously not i'm not some fucking genius over here but right. he just wanted to murder people there was no like no strategy to it. Yeah, you know, like I got no bullied reason. or whatever. Yeah. Also, uh, that one, if he was like, I want to say if he was a minority or anybody else, they probably mm. would have stopped him because he came in and out of the hotel with like eight different bags over like a, a week period. That's probably because the, the lawsuits for the uh, the hotel. Yeah, because yeah. like it was low-key kind of stupid. Like right. they helped him move the bags that had the guns upstairs. Right, right. Eight bags. What could what possibly could have been in them, bro? And the coolest dude in the whole scenario uh-huh. is the hotel security guard. He like went there and he, I think he got shot. Mm. He went up there and the dude shot once and it like hit him in the shoulder. So he like went down the like went in the hall. Mm. And then the guy kept shooting down the hall, but like he didn't get hit anymore. Yeah. And then he ended up being the one who radioed and got everything going. But otherwise, that guy would have been doing it for a minute. Nobody right. would have known where he was at or what room. Right. Like, dude, he was crazy. He had it all wired up like GoPros so he could see the hallway. Like, he had a live, so you could see the hallway if they were coming for him and shit. Dude, and that's he had, like, trip sick, wires. Bro. He had trip wires on, like, uh, on room service things. Yeah, dude, all those people put in so much effort. And then there's other people who put in no effort. Like, I was, all the dudes <laughs> I was watching in Canada. Like, all the people I was watching in Canada. Some girl just set up her parents to get marked. Texted her boyfriend off her phone, like, uh, a bunch. Talking about it. Right. Was conversating with the guy. Her dad did, the guys who came in, the home invaders... Her dad heard everything because he wasn't even dead, okay? Ends up coming to, sets her back up. She gets the whole, like, reverse flu flam, you know what I mean? Right. Because her dad's supposed to be dead, but he hits her with the Uno reverse card. Mm. I'm corroborating with the police, bitch. Mm-hmm. You're fucking, you tried to kill me. Dude, Cambodian people, mm. 
I thought they were bullshitting Barry. They're cold, bro. They're fucking cold. I don't want to take it for what it's worth just based on this one family, but Jesus fucking Christ. The whole gang was cold. The dad, after he came to, he was icy. He didn't give a fuck. It was back to business. Like, look at this bitch, like about his daughter and everything. Like, no, like, oh my God, I can't believe she set me up. It's mm. more like I knew that bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had a feeling about bro, her. And she was just like capping. Oh my God, I just spit all over the mic. This is nice. Cute. Nice little spittle. Never hurt nobody. But uh, uh, she's fucking. She put in no effort. She looks like she looks like one of the girls from that agent in the treehouse cartoon. What you know? what I'm talking about the agents that were in the treehouse. You remember that? Oh, okay, next door. There you go. She looks like one of the girls, like the bangs and the, and the glasses and shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like she's okay. got the vibes. Like you know the vibes. The, so, the agents in the treehouse. Yeah, she's she's serving looks and shit. Nigga. Like the drip season. You feel me? She's uh, out here. She's out here cooking up, just bullshitting about degrees and stuff. She's just capping about her degrees. But anyway, this is what I mean. She put in no effort. Like she came in, mm. started lying, continued to lie. Knew nothing that was going on. Didn't right. think about any evidence they had. Lied completely through all the setup questions. Continued to lie, even though they obviously knew what the fuck was... Like, she didn't change her stories anyway. Like, not to say to stop lying, but she didn't even change her shit in a manner that, like, helped. Like, she mm. was completely unaware of any she evidence just, they had. She was just bullshitting for fun? She thought she was fucking Teflon. Like, she was, like, crying. She was, like, fake crying shit. Mm. Like, she thought they had no idea on it. But they had everything. They always have, like... Yo, Canadian niggas interrogating is something else. That shit is fucking hilarious. Uh, are they like, friendly? Some of them are, yeah. but it's just so funny to hear the accents ask crazy <laughs> questions. <laughs> I wish I could do it. I can't do it. I can't but do it. When Canadian they're talking either. about, like, when they're talking about, it's a double homicide. <laughs> they're like, we know you want to come forward. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they all, the way they fade out on some of their. <laughs> Why'd you say that like a fucking Mexican essay, bro? Guy, like essay, the default accent to essay. <laughs> always, bro. Always, always. Hey, hey, we know what you hey. did. The Canadians, you better Canadians. come forward. <laughs> Don't hey, fuck bro. around. This is Toronto. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, this is the melting pot of the Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> they should be patois. Like you just gotta make a patois now. Like, you gotta sound super Jamaican. Uh, oh my god. No, but the yeah, their accents just asking like about triple homicides mm. are crazy. Or when they go, it's okay. Like I know you did it. <laughs> <laughs> like the the way they talk. No, no, it's fine. You definitely did it. Like the because the interrogators are good. American interrogators do that too, but uh, it's super like it's like angry. Yeah, it comes off angry but yeah. intimidating. Dude, there's a hipster interrogator I saw. Some guy in Tennessee, fucking purple, purple fucking bow tie on the whole thing, like <laughs> seersucker. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. his hair. He goes, uh -huh. "No, we gonna get you right out of here, buddy." Like he's just, like talking to the guy, like, bro. The comment on that one was good cop, sad cop, because the lady was like, the lady was Dude, like, what, are, what are you even talking about the, right the now? The lady what started is to this? cry. This should be my fuck Hulu segment. <laughs> this is fuck Hulu. This thing's called JCS. This guy just breaks down interrogation footage that uh -huh. are in public domain. Oh, is that the thing you sent me the other day? Dude, he's yeah. good. He's really good. Like, mm. they're actually good. There's mm. a lot of, like, fake people who think they know what they're talking about. This dude's obviously educated. You can hear, like, all the shit he says. Right. And half the time, he doesn't even interrupt the video for most of it. So he's not, like, he doesn't, obviously, he's not feeling himself. Right, right. Like, what's obvious is you got to know. But, dude, I watched all his videos. <laughs> they have, like, eight of them. I watched 
all of them shit, bro. All of them <laughs> he's shit. just not doing it for the cloud. He's Dude, just like the most recent video was somebody's like, yeah. So not that I'm planning anything, but uh, when do you have another one of these coming? Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I needed. Or, you know? But what what's the reason that he does this? I don't know. Is this how he gets his nut or something, bro? But they're brilliant. <laughs> like it's because I'm a pussy, so I hate all the true crime shit where they're uh, like showing all the gory parts. But he breaks down. He just gives you the gist of uh, what they did. So he's like, this guy killed his wife and kids. Yada yada. <laughs> like that's a yada yada. But you feel me? Like yeah, you get he what, definitely gets off to that shit. But, but you get what happens. Shit, that's what happens. And then you <laughs> see the guy getting interrogated, uh, bro. Watching murderers cry is a mind fuck. Cause you want to feel bad mm-hmm. for the person, mm-hmm. cause you you see that you have the empathy, and then the guy comes in and reminds you what they did, right? And then you're like, dude, what the fuck are you crying? Dude, that's about? like in a that's like in TV shows where someone's just a shithead for like three seasons, and then they all of a sudden try to switch it up. Dude, Louis in his show uh-huh. had a brilliant one, like <laughs> this this comic mm. that's just been a douche the whole time. Mm. Nobody likes him. He's not nice to anybody. He kills himself after telling them all he's going to kill himself. And then Louis meets with Robin Williams. But Robin Williams is playing some kids. It's like the character, right? Mm. And they're sitting and they're talking about it over like dinner. Like because they're the only two people who showed up at his funeral. And then like halfway through the dinner, it comes out that they didn't really give a fuck. Like they started to realize (laughs) that they didn't even give a fuck. It was just kind of sad someone died. But it was more (laughs) so the loss of life. But they're like, about this nigga? No, we don't care at all. (laughs) He's a shit. He's not nice to anybody. (laughs) Bro, be like that. (laughs) It happens. He said it was going to happen, right? Like, (laughs) hey. The way you remembered. That's the one thing that's out of your control. That's the ultimate shit you talk about. It must suck to be an athlete Mm. and think you did the coolest shit. Leave the record and then watch somebody be alive to watch them pass it. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's like life though. Like if you die uh-huh. a douche, you'll never be able to like come back from that. There's no if you die at 30 without ever having the like life reckoning experience and you've been an ass wiper. Yeah, whole but life, they'll always big be a bigger douche. You think? Yeah. Nah. Personally, personally, I think we have you have some names on your hand that are probably you know what I mean. Everybody at home, even they got some lists. Like they're like, no, I know some guys that are top five douchers. Right. Like we all could collectively get together and uh-huh. whatever the equivalent is, what would that be? Probably like five billion douchers to come down. We could all have a top five. Right. That's what I'm saying. Wipe so why out. does legacy even matter, bro? Thanos finger. <laughs> Wipe out all the douchers. Yeah. <laughs> legacy rankings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think I really give a shit. No, I dude, I care. You don't care about legacy, huh? We talked about this. Not a huge amount. I care more about like like a the like if you're a doucher, now, you know? if you're a doucher and you die a doucher, I guess you're right. You won't know, but like people definitely the way you affect your community is what mm. I'm saying. You're only gonna be remembered. Like if you're a memorable fuck up, they're right. gonna remember you for being an asswipe. Like right. thirty years down the line, they're like this. Like Joe Paterno is gonna go down as a scumbag. That's what I mean. That's kind of fucked. Like, you'll never... Well, mm. obviously, that's like the consequences. But that's the ultimate one. I'm saying you'll never be able to get it back. But for like, how long do people give a shit? Eternity, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody will know about Joe Paterno until life gets wiped away. And then we do the whole, like, until we're the Egyptians. You feel mm. me? Like, until we're the, the last book. But, like, they always bring them up. There's going to be tr- true crime things. They're also, like... Like, for example, nigga, Hitler. Hitler is Hitler. Like, you're the Hitler of whatever. Now you do something fucked up. This guy's the Hitler of business. This guy's the yada yada of business. His legacy is permanently that, right? He, that's not what he goes into it thinking about, but like it permanently is. That's so you're saying Joe Paterno's like the, the permanently hit, like the he's Hitler probably the standard of young men. 
Like, okay, no, like, that would be the Catholic Church. Oh, but you see, like, right, as okay. an organization, see, uh. it might even be worse as a company or mm. as an organization. They are permanently fucked up. That's why people are going and joining cults and shit, thinking right. it's, like, makes more sense. <laughs> you feel me? Like, in the vow? Dude, I think about that so much, bro. Like, we talk about it. Bikram and shit, the dude's, like, fucking molesting grown women. He's, like, raping right. people. And they're like, oh, no, this is fine. Because... The ranking, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to articulate it correctly. It's not a rank, but you know what I mean. Like the socially. It's like karma points. Yeah, the way it goes yeah. down is kind of like everybody knows. Like George Washington, he has. He was like in a good space now, he, like for a while, right? Uh. He was a charioteer guy. Now we start finding out about the teeth. We start finding out about the slaves. It's a little bit more Well, that's of a what slide. we say. It's like the internet flattens that scale. Okay, that's actually right. You're right. Like right. the information and shit. But... The, I don't know. I don't know. I think actually it's a better way to look at it because if you're a good person, right. then you should just keep in mind that that's what you want to live for is right. making sure that you end up with a good, like a positive legacy, like your positive remembrance rather, I guess. Uh, but like it's more important. It's more important to be remembered positively than to be a fucking uh, a epic douche, I guess. Right. But like those niggas are equally remembered as I, I don't know what I'm trying to say about that. Right. But like you feel me? Like they're fucking like. I don't know. It's equally as memorable to each as their own. See, but, okay. The one thing about legacy for me, though, is like if you were put into a situation where you had to like a. Uh... Oh, actually, better question. Better question. Because it fucking made no sense. But that was like better question. Uh. Is it more important to be remembered or more important to just be a good person? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. If you were put into a situation where other people thought that you were a shitty person when you died, like you sacrifice yourself, but it. It, like the facts don't come out right and everyone thinks you did it, but you end up saving all of Asia or something, right? What, what's more important, your reputation slash your legacy or the fact that you saved Asia? Dude, I think I'm talking about like two things. Uh, one of them, which is, is like the stock and like uh, a branding of like a people or like things that last longer than like actual people dying. So like mm. the churches or like Apple, like whatever, if it's like a bad a bad uh, place in society right. or not and the effects of that, like if that's important at all because like, that would come back to do people uh, caring what people thinks. Remember, you ever see Gambino talking about do I care like the do you care what people think? Did you ever see that? Do like it is freestyle or is it him yeah, like talking? Yeah, they're about like it? asking him because uh, he had you have to care or right. whatever. It's the same thing about like not caring about legacy. Right. Yeah, you don't, but they probably look back now like the Catholic Church. How do you remove that stain? Is one of the questions. And then the other one is: Is it important to be remembered, or should you just be a good person? Like, as an individual, what's more important? I think being a good person. I think reputation now is far more important than legacy. I don't give a shit what happens after I die. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. But if you're aware of what happens after you die, that would be so crushing. Imagine, oh, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? If like, you're a real shitty person and then it, you find out that you spend the rest of uh, eternity that, like looking down on Earth. And so I was looking at it. I was trying to articulate in a way. It's like, that's why I keep saying stock, but it's like mm. a, in your place. Not that... Obviously, you're not going to be the greatest douche of all time. Right. But I mean, to each of our social groups, you could right. be the greatest douche ever known in mm. your fucking friends group, <laughs> like your your sphere of people. Right. Like if there's somebody who's fucked up in your small town and they're the most evil human being, imagine having to like be aware of that. Like there's no going back and changing that. See, but then the, that that's actually that bro. would be good. What if that's what hell is? What if like <laughs> that's what hell, dude? That would be sick, bro. Be, but like, cool there's trauma. the thing though is now trauma like, talk. You could have all it. Th- 
dude, all of us could say that we're dude, the greatest. This might not team. ever make it out. I I fucked up this podcast. But okay, <laughs> what, what's up? why continue, is that? Continue, continue. What were you saying? What were you saying? Is that a? Because I had like a convolute. I just had mouth vomit for like two minutes because I was trying to figure out what I was trying to. Because I had like three ideas, which was the <laughs> stock thing, and then how does it matter on a personal level? How does it matter as like a brand? We'll pull it all together. Yeah, okay, no okay, okay, okay. Go. <laughs> but if it, dude, if you look at it from the context of right now, like I'm probably the greatest douche that someone in my sphere has ever met. You're probably the greatest douche that someone has ever met. So why does the scale matter if you're not the greatest douche ever? No, but we're saying like if there's a way to quantify it, uh, like I mean real scumbag shit. Like you're <laughs> like a fucking like a priest who's molesting right, kids, right. right? Like, dude, this is this is crazy. I you you've made me realize I was always looking at it like you know, like as if you would know after you die. Right. Because that's what I thought about the records. That's why I related to the records. Because uh, LeBron and them know if someone's gonna pass their shit. Right. Like, oh dude, imagine Hitler going, whew, because he sees what you did. Right. <laughs> like I can't yeah, breathe. what the fuck? Yo, bro, <laughs> yeah. yo, bro. <laughs> my man, my man. Yo. <laughs> that that could definitely be what hell is. I think about shit like that too. Like if that's real, like mm. when you die or whatever, mm. heaven and hell, there might be what if it's shit like that? Like just like that's what it is. Being caught in limbo, you just have to live with seeing shit like that constantly forever. You and Hitler have to sit on a bench together watching replays and just compare. <laughs> You've got like two TVs and a Venn diagram in the middle of it. Did you give you guys a huddle account? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the f- fucking game film. Uh-huh. You fucking Momar Gaddafi, <laughs> Hitler, Judas, <laughs> Rebecca it, Black, kicking it over some hard seltzers. Over some no, hard no, no, no. What's what's the drink in hell? Uh, no, it's unalcoholic. It's a non-alcoholic seltzer. Non-alcoholic bro. Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> or like non-alcoholic Guinness. Some shit. <laughs> Whatever those IPAs are with the dog. Oh, God. Yeah, those are so no, gross, bro. The payoffs only that you get fucked up. Those, yeah, are gross, those are gross with the alcohol, without the alcohol. Fuck that Dude, shit. That's what I mean. There you go. It's the real drink. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, remember in Percy Jackson, all the real fucked up people are the ones like uh it, to get into heaven is like the good people. Uh, like they're like the, the judges, like they uh-huh. have gavels and shit, and then down there it's the fucked up people. Like they're all watching <laughs> what's going down and shit. <laughs> Bro, that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. You die and you see Mo Market. <laughs> That's the first thing you see. Just curls, <laughs> curls in that fucked up face with the with the, the pedophile mustache. Dude, you ever think about dude? Is the shit that we say now like uh, theories about the afterlife? Do you think those affect what would happen if the afterlife is real? Like, I, dude, like I when we get there. Like oh my god! Like we make jokes about seeing Gaddafi, right? When yeah, we yeah. Die, they're like, oh, let's fuck with him a little bit. This once is all just here. a good place. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas is standing somewhere. Just, oh no, not Michael Douglas. What's that guy's name? Is that nigga's name? The dude from Cheers. The nigga from Cheers. The guy who used to be the bartender in Cheers is just. I've never seen Cheers before. Are you talking about Ted Danson? There you go. Ted okay, Danson is just standing there. And he goes, guys, the key with the game is you got to keep the racials beefing. The races. <laughs> the racials. All of the, the ethnics. He goes, if we keep everybody apart. This has all just been a, a, a PSA for unity. <laughs> we're, we're woke, you know? Forget about the mouth vomit. We're just woke. It's a PSA in a sense. Dude, uh, yeah, no, I know. Whenever I'm high and, and, I, and I'm about to close my eyes, I got, dude, w- w- what if it, this is it? 
Then I go to bed. See, I don't think about shit bed, like that. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I go, dope. This is gonna be a great day. I woke up. Like that's sick, bro. Like, bro, whatever conscious is, bro, you weren't conscious at one point. Uh. So whatever the fuck that is, I tapped into some sort of receptor and I'm happy to tap back in every day. I started realizing this shit's low-key a gamble. Like going to sleep, going out. Like going out, doing anything, like going under anesthetic. That's oh, all a gamble, bro. Like, what if you just don't tap back in? There's like a possibility. You just I feel like that's the easiest way, though. <laughs> you feel like you just get disconnected. Yeah. Just, oh, oh, it's like unplugging a light. Like, yeah, this is, that'd be so. Terrible. Like that's that's better than like hitting the town and some shit goes wrong. You get like hit by a car or okay. something. You know. Okay. You know. I I feel that, but there's a lot of people have passed away in their sleep. Oh my god, talk about fucking bizarre death. Uh, you know homie from Star Trek, little Swedish fuck? The no. way he died is crazy. Car, he gets out of his car, mm. goes to open the gate, car's not parked, rolls back, crushes him against the gate. Uh, just slowly? And he just slowly dies. That's it was, so like, It took like up. an That's hour so or something. fucked up, bro. That's bro, so fucked up, bro. Dude. Bro, in like, it's like off Fairfax. <laughs> See, this is, a, this is better, a, the better. exact reason I don't worry when I go to sleep is because I know some shit like that's going to happen to me when I die. I know that's going to be the case, bro. I guarantee it. And I'm on the balcony watching. Y'all, check in in like 60 years mm -hmm. and see how it happened. And I'm watching. Okay. I got it all in 4K. <laughs> I got it all in 4K. <laughs> For me to watch. Dude, never stop getting content. It's like, I don't get in the way of God's plans. I'm deeply real. Dude, this is me right here giving explicit permission for you to stream it whenever it fucking happens. Don't okay? help me. Just touch it. <laughs> don't help me, bro. Just twitch. Just twitch. <laughs> Yo, bro, put my, uh, put my Spotify imprint on my headstone. <laughs> Because my posthumous album about to kill it. About to be the best posthumous ever. Like, niggas start getting petty. Yeah. Like, I can't even have the best album while I'm alive. And my posthumous <laughs> record? Platinum. Don't platinum. <laughs> Bro, imagine. It's imagine. Legacy. <laughs> would, that would be so funny. My record's about to go platinum when I die. <laughs> You're like 16 right now. It's like, bro, y'all put respect on it. But when I'm 72... It's about to be crazy. It's about to chart. This is just like the doctor that plays house, regretting that he never went into like fully committed to the music part. You know, <laughs> my posthumous album gonna bro. knock, bro. The doctor who plays house is such a scumbag. Is like, he really? No, like not the actor, yeah, but like okay. that, like that guy. That character is such a douche. I hate the we accept him because he's great. Uh, like I hate that angle. Yeah. Because when does that really exist? Unless they started the company. It's like Steve Jobs. Mm. When else is that the most effective leadership skill? Like leadership way. Just Never. being great? No, just being a douche, popping Vicodin and yelling at people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the yeah, whole the premise truth. of that story is like mm -hmm. he's, they put up with it because he's so amazing. Right, but, but he's also like breaking the law or some shit. There's also amazing people. The one problem, like obviously the TV show, not talking about that, but like right. now that's like played out. The one problem with that shit is there's obviously people who are not problematic. <laughs> so you get flipped out of a job. Yeah, maybe it's just like he's he's too specialized or something, dude. I forgot. Like, also, all of those shows are just fucked by things like Google. Like, I don't know a doctor that they come in and do that. House is like law and order for doctor shit. Uh. They, they would come in and just be like any part of the body. They'd be like, yo, this bitch's cervix is busted. Like, <laughs> And then, then they Google it, and they're like, "Dude, it's paint chips from New uh, New, New England. Got got her butts. Got her. 
Give her some sort of jungle infection <laughs> from they the d- Amazon. Dude, they <laughs> just take a premise from A Thousand Ways to Die, and then they Google how it would have happened, you know? <laughs> they just lock a couple riders in a room with a <laughs> bottle of liquid mushrooms and just A Thousand Ways to Die in a whiteboard. That's all they do. And they just go, okay, it's this, this, is, uh, this is rush week. We're pitching. Like, <laughs> You're not allowed to leave this room until these shrooms are gone. We have a fucking perfect story about a busted cervix. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> they, no, but low-key, that's how ridiculous most of them were. It's like yeah. the paint chips or some shit. Mm. My God. But that was a good show, not going to lie. I'm, this is all coming from after I've wasted about a year of my life just watching House. Like, like, <laughs> just not stop. <laughs> Me and Momar. <laughs> yeah, Momar Kanabi. That's a crazy, that's a crazy duo. <laughs> Me and Momar? That might go crazy. We go crazy. <laughs> Watching House with Momo. Yeah, honestly, honestly, the way you're describing this doesn't sound too bad. It's like <laughs> you, me, Momar, <laughs> me, Momar, Pole, me, Momar, Pole. Right, hold up, pause. You can't call him Pole. Me, Momar, me, Momar, Pot. Just sitting down, watching How I Met Your Mother, laughing up Barney and all those shenanigans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's Ted into this week? Sus <laughs> little shenanigans. <laughs> Momar Gaddafi was <laughs> watching Ted being like, I wonder. <laughs> Why is he Indian? <laughs> hey, I wonder what's going on with Ted Mosby. <laughs> He's just everybody's Mexican. <laughs> Momar's Canadian. <laughs> Yo, dog, Momar's just a deep cut Canadian. <laughs> Bro, Canadians. The Nelk boys don't sound Canadian, dude. Like, <laughs> it's a fool. What's up? Hey, what's good. up? We're just Hispanic. <coughs> oh, God. Wait, we're saying something that the uh, Momar's funny, bro. You said that the 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 Nelk boys are doing oh, yeah, well now because yeah. their merch has been. Why was their merch banned? I don't know. In schools, like mm. I'm saying, that's about to make it explode. Like their next drop is gonna. But sell why? Out. What? Like what was what was banned in schools? Bro, niggas are just think they're wise. Like full send. Oh. They're just giving that. It's like what I was telling you when people take Alex Jones shit and uh-huh. make it mainstream news. Right. Just shut up and let his fans watch it if you don't want it like right. to affect everybody else. Right. Instead of bringing it to the doors of a nursing home, being like, "Have you seen this? Have you seen this?" Yeah. That's what some one guy. Watched the full send video and was like, this encourages drinking. And, and then went out. and yelled at a PTA thing. And then eight PTAs probably picked it up. And now you can't roll full send gear. Right. There's not a dick on it. None of that shit. Just right. like the thing is to say full send. Like, you can't wear Danny Duncan's merch. Yeah, the virginity rocks, mm-hmm. which is so funny. That's really funny. Which I'm sure the schools that like banned that yeah. are the ones that like preach that shit too. Uh, uh, absolutely. The the abstinence shit. Just heavily, heavily Mormon community. Actually, no. I don't think. I think Mormons be fucking. Yeah. The Mormons be fucking. You they got so? multiple wives. Yeah. The fuck you talking about? They got like a wives. But do you think it's like a they're not fucking and then all of a sudden they're fucking like rabbits? Or is it like a a, a gradual incline? No, no, no. First girl I really fucked with was Mormon. Well, there you there you have it, America. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, <laughs> So if that's any indication <laughs> of in my sample size of one, that's any indication <laughs> of uh, the truth. what the Mormons got going on. <laughs> let me tell you. He said it with such confidence. <laughs> no, no, no. Mormons be fucking, bro. Bro, I'm like pretty confident. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I, I lost my virginity. 
Mm. I did like the next girl I was talking to. Like, uh. Absolute freak. She was like a virgin <laughs> right before, like right before, uh. bro. I took a virgin and then she's just, yeah, Mormons be fucking, bro. <laughs> they got it. Bro, dude, that story is a fucking, that's just a deep cut. Uh. Like it's a fantasy. It's like a sex fantasy. What? There's like a Mormon. Like Their a Bible Mormon or whatever. Life. That shit's, um, what's the, what's it called? It's a uh, fan fiction. Mm. Yeah. The Wait, bo- you're saying the Book of Mormon is just fan fiction. For is it for Mormons or for non-Mormons? Do you know what b- the Book of Mormon is? I've never read. That's the book like of their Mormon. Bible. Okay, so it's like it's it's. I'm telling you, it's like fan fiction. Like if, well, the shit the is dude it really? ri- the shit the dude writes is fucking insane. Uh-huh. Like, the guy's like a known liar too. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the problem with the, look this up. He's just no lie. The guy who made Mormonism is a known cap star. Like he had been. Co- the problem with Mormonism, it's invented when people have records, right? So, like, this dude was alive mm. for people to keep track of, like, all the bullshit he did. He was a Cap City, Utah guy. See, but we're not talking about a... Is it him? Yeah, it's not, him or Scientology. The, the Book of Mormon is a play. Okay, that's that's the fucking... Uh, the, what the do you Trey call Parker it? That's one. those guys, yeah. But uh, anyway, what's their thing called? What's the, uh, the Mormon Bible called? The Mormon Handbook. <laughs> the Book of Mormon. Yeah. I thought I wasn't tripping, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just... <laughs> the play is just more popular than the actual <laughs> book. <laughs> All right, who is it written by? By Joseph Smith. Oh, I learned about Joseph That's what Smith I mean. in high school. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That nigga's Cap City, Utah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. He's Cap City, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back around. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, yo, bro, don't trust niggas named Joseph. Joseph Coney, Joseph, whatever this guy's name is. Joseph Blosif. Bro, that guy's that a guy. bitch. But anyway, yeah, Mormon's real nice people, bro. You know. He published the book when he was 24. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he died of gunshot wound. <laughs> <laughs> died of fucking too much. Yo, you know that nigga had, and they, you know, they killed Jesus. That was tattooed on him for sure. <laughs> You know, he's one of those guys. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, the shit people had written on them before you could just have it in your bio. Like, that's definitely just <laughs> brought down what crazy, regrettable tattoos people <laughs> have. Like, like, phrases. The bio is 2020's tramp stamp. Dude, when, like, early 2000s, uh, how many people with, like, Chinese writing that they don't oh know what God, that means? Dude, tell me about it. Water is fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it says Komala. <laughs> <laughs> People never know. Before the, the before Google had the thing where you could take a picture and see what the shit said. Dude, what fucks me up is the one of the problem with just being American. Mm. Like I'm very thankful that I have like some sort of like ethnic relation. Mm. Like right. He's like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they yeah. they a lot of people don't have perspective yeah. of what goes on outside of like the borders. Or that uh, or maybe they never took a language class or whatever. But just the idea that everything directly translates the same way. Is not like is not shared <laughs> by anybody like, who yeah, travels anywhere. Like, like they're yeah. like, oh, this pretty much, oh, that pretty much means this. Like, you right. know what I mean? So if you go ask for Doritos, <laughs> and they have fucking probably Chinese characters for Doritos right. before the early nineties, <laughs> doesn't say Doritos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does not say Doritos. Fried corn chip, some shit like that, but doesn't say Doritos. And I'm sorry to tell you, but because Doritos in Japan's probably whatever framing they have, 
Dorito. You know what I mean? Like you learn that yeah. from going places. Yeah. Like certain branding and shit. You get tattooed on you in 1990. Wuhan will be the epicenter. Bro. <laughs> With a QR code? <laughs> Just the QR code to fucking, <laughs> dude, to Zuckerberg's fucking barbecue, like recipe, <laughs> yeah. just his, his links, his fucking, his sweet, glaze, glaze, the clean cut, but sweet baby Ray's. Dude, that would be a sick tattoo. Bro, the sweet baby Ray's just QR code? Yeah. <laughs> 15% off sweet baby Ray's. Hey, sweet baby Ray's, you guys give us a QR code, I'll get it tattooed. I have no tattoos. I'll get a QR code tattooed. <laughs> I, straight up, I get it like on my wrist, and I would tell niggas it's from being from Silicon Valley. Like I'm from an Amazon program. I'd be like, I work at Amazon. That's how we get in the building, dude. That's that's just lie every time someone asks you what it's a just yeah. fucking lie. <laughs> well, what do you do? Oh, it's uh, it's how I pay for Chipotle. Because <laughs> you know Starbucks. Yeah, I got it every day, and I was like, you know, minimalist wallets. <laughs> Start. Bullshit. <laughs> it could be anything. They could literally be anything. Fast track? Mm. You you say the thing and then never give the full reason. Just say it. And <laughs> yeah, just no, tra- no fast track, bro. <laughs> Dude, Costco? <laughs> Pornhub? What? Crashers? <laughs> Come on, something with a paywall. Get, <laughs> yeah, get your yeah. shit together, Pat. Jesus. Dude. My bad, dude. Bang Bros? That's <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Mm. This Joseph Smith guy. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Joseph Smith was the first guy, like he was the first guy to capitalize on the just swang people, mm-hmm. like like uh like you can do on Twitter mm-hmm. just from being a good writer. Mm-hmm. He really went in. See if cults, if cult people mm. could write, they'd have some shit going for them. If they could really like spit some bars, so then people like internalize the information. Well, in I their think own that's way. why a lot of them become good ones. Like like become like the a lot of sorry a lot of the good cult leaders become the cult leaders because of they're the only ones with that talent. Yeah yeah no but they can tell stories. What I mean is this nigga yeah. wrote it down and then he started. If you get your book out there, uh. like if I get my book, it's it's uh, I think about this with movies. The reason people always bitch about movies not being as good as the book is I like I said is like they think when you're reading a book it has a part of you in it. Right. Without you knowing, you because like just as a reader, you have your imagination, ego, whatever you want to call it, mm. is inserted into reading that. Mm. So if you let's let's say Harry Potter, I'm just going to use the one like I've obviously read and I've made my own assumptions. The mm. way Snape looks in your head is very specific to how he looks in your head. Right. And then you go see the movie. If you disagree, you're like, this is terrible. Right, right. The book, though, it's like if we wrote information and our names are just vague. Like, my used to of a real name, but if my name's Jack Smith, right? And I wrote some crazy bars about like business, and we got it dispersed all across America <laughs> to where I let people form their own opinions, uh, and then they looked me up, and I had uh, some sort of following going. Mm. Ooh, we're cooking with gas, bro, because I let them form their own opinion. Right. And like, if about Jack Smith ex- before the internet mm. too, where they had we were talking about like where they had to come out to see you and shit. That'd be so crazy. They'd be Dude. like, wow, Jack Smith's got the answers. Because everything that they've also come to their own conclusion about, like uh. people are so quick. Like when people think Tony Robbins changed their life, right. no. Tony Robbins probably gave you the information that then helped you change your life. Mm. But you take credit for it because you're smart enough to understand that you internalize the shit and you change your life. Right. Niggas always want to give credit to some other shit for that. Like people want to do that. So those people, that's why they join a religion. You come flocking in your fucking, what is it back then? A buggy? They'll come running on their dune buggy. To- <laughs> what was this? Buggy, bro. You got to hit the fucking... The fucking- oh, on the horse? Dude, oh, I see, I see. you're from Virginia. Oh, fucking. man. Come on, man. Come on. Man. You're a that's city a boy. Blow, you never worked the fields in your life. Dude, we have... <laughs> we 
you gonna say? What are you gonna say? It doesn't matter. What are you gonna say? Don't worry about it, dude. What are you gonna say? Don't worry about it, Elron. <laughs> Is that my name? Elron. Elron. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Elron. I just start levitating. <laughs> and then Kendrick Lamar plays. Levitate, levitate. <laughs> I'm gonna start a cult where we only listen to Kendrick. That's sick. Yeah. I like that. That's the real prophet. Uh, and then if Kendrick chooses to be the head, uh, I'll be the first sacrifice. That's dope. Yes. And then Jack Smith will come in right after that. And then, no, no, Jack Harlow. Oh, true, dude. Jack Harlow's the next prophet. He's <laughs> the, the lineage. What if Jack Harlow gets picked by the Dalai Lama to be the guy who carry on, <laughs> carries on the lineage? He finally gets to pre-come all over the, the constituents. All the constituents he wants just to pre-come all over <laughs> Jack Harlow's gotten so used to nutting. He's like, he's like, I can't even. I don't even want to bust no more. I don't even want to. I don't. I don't. I just want to. Just a little bit. Just let me pre-com. On the orange, like the orange, uh, the orange, like get up, like the the suit that the yeah. Dalai Lama wears. Uh. Just a little, just liquid, just a little liquid drip, like right here, <laughs> like a little snail drip. And then he gives you an answer. What's popping? Then then <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Jack Carlo is the Dalai Lama would be sick. That'd be woke. Have you heard the Dalai Lama talk? Uh, yeah. He's woke. Yeah. He actually knows his shit. True. And I then, mean, like, I, so I've heard. No, like, for real. Uh, like, that, that's yeah. rare. That's rare. Let me <laughs> tell you, that's rare. Like, the new Pope knows what he's talking about. Uh, last Pope, I don't think he knew what he was talking about. That last Pope was the only one to ever just quit. <laughs> Wait, was that Pope Francis? Pope, I think this uh, is Pope Francis. This is Pope Francis. Yeah, dude. Okay. That's Pope Francis. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like he's like hip. But then the last one was the guy to leave because of all the weird shit, right? Yeah, that guy was that guy was uh, shucking and driving. I think he left after Spotlight dropped. He got he got, he got Spotlight on Blu-ray and he saw all the extra information bat and he lost his shit. He was like reading all the credits and shit. He's like, damn, they really did their research. There's <laughs> no fucking way that happened. <laughs> he did in the Latin, so he's no no no. Oh, oh my god, yeah, that's how he found out. That'd be crazy. He goes, Jesus, Mark Ruffalo killed this. And then he signs his letter of resignation. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was declining health due to old age. I, I, I know, but the rest of them have died doing the job. Right. This nigga was like, I don't want to tap out. Mm. And then Pope, the other Pope's woke. I like him a lot. Have you heard him talk? The new guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He's like, I, like, I like everybody. Yeah, I think everyone likes him, too. They're, they're all just Mario characters in my <laughs> mind. I, just, I like everybody. <laughs> the papa. <laughs> he's a man upstairs. He told you to like everybody. <laughs> who's the CEO of Nintendo? Of Nintendo? Yeah, who's I the creator? Know. Who's the creator? No. Who's no. the creator of Mario? It's like, it's like Tokushima or some shit. And they're like... like the man upstairs, and he's like, who, Tokushima Nagayushi? <laughs> like, oh, Shigeru Miyamoto? Dude, wasn't that far <laughs> off. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you're just racist. <laughs> okay, that too, that too is an option. Is an option. I see what you did there. And you know what, Bat? Uh -huh. You know what, Bat? Since you're my producer, bro. Okay. I'm willing to accept that assessment. Coming, <laughs> coming from you, but I'll not hear that from any other party. So... <laughs> If I so dare hear that, if I dare hear that from any other party, there <laughs> will be uh, problems. There will be. There will be. A, I, I hate when loser people, like people who you know are super docile, uh, can get ugly. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had more than one person say that. What are to you me gonna before. do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this will get ugly. I look forward to it. You fucking weirdo, bro. You're four two. <laughs> <laughs> four 
fucking chill. <laughs> like, fucking chill. Because I'm not a tough guy, but you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are the words. Yeah. Don't get yeah. that. Like, one thing is, bro, you don't act like a tough dude, and I think that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, that's what goes down. Like, my God. Oh, my God. Bat and I had some kid who's named after a pair of pants tried to tell Bat he was going to kick his ass. <laughs> In front of all his friends. And then that was fucking like, hilarious. I'll, I'll slap you in front of your friends. And all I had to do was stand up. I got in his face. I was like, bro, don't say that to me again or I'll actually kick your ass. <laughs> and he was quiet. He was, he was apologetic, apologetic for like a week, bro. Bro. It's bro. so weird, man. Dude, and we look like high school musical extras. So he needs to <laughs> chill the fuck out. Like, what are you... If we're ready to beef with you, yeah, can you chill out? Yeah, I had to say that in my, my fucking neon pink, like, champion hoodie or some shit, right? Bro, Bat has got skin-tight purple pants on right now. <laughs> <laughs> can you please chill out, bro? Can you please chill the fuck out, bro? Oh, my God, dude. Nobody's like, nobody really wants beef, but you're fuck? a puss. What like, the fuck, like, dude? That's so nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, either of us gives off the vibe like we're trying to tussle. Like, we're trying <laughs> not trying to get rowdy, bro. Like, bro fucking... But, like, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. That's so much, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a climate to be a white rapper. After Jack Harlow pops, if mm. you're, like, under 27 mm. and you're a white rapper, this is a good window. But if you don't blow up, there's, like, two more slots left. Cause the kid Lero's got the <laughs> got the under one. You know there was Jack a Carlos got here. Elvis uh, got the olders. You know there's a white rapper called Token. <laughs> I think that's fucking hilarious, bro. That is sick. <laughs> that guy should have gone further than he did. Whoever that is, I'm sure he still makes music, but that shit gets you know, me every time, bro. You know he probably said some weird shit. He said some weird shit like, okay, one day this kid that this kid who makes music, who this rich kid who makes music, is in the studio with Bat and I. Mm. This is like this white kid, and he's like he's a he's four two, but this is a separate kid. This was not he's four two, and he's playing his music, and it sounds like the Beach Boys if someone just did played Morse code on a beat pad mm. behind him. They just, <laughs> dude, what are you? Who are you talking about? You know what I mean, dude. Yeah. The Morse code, shit, yeah, dude. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. It's like the day I came back from the bay. Homie, I drove with like homie who dropped who came into the studio for a second, and I said that this oh, sounds yeah, like yeah. this sounds like <laughs> white Beach Boy trap music. And Come on, he, man, why does it have to be about? Why do you have to make it about race, dude? Why you gotta bring race into it? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was the quote of the year, dude. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> so accurately describing your music is terrible. Like what? I didn't tell you your music was trash. It just it did sound like the Beach Boy. It had like a yeah, I think it was even like the sample, but it sounded like, uh, you know, Surfing USA? Uh, it was like the same kind of same chords. Vibe. Like, it gave right. me that big vibe. Mm. That shit was so funny. That guy's token. Dude, that guy was fucking... <laughs> what a weirdie. <laughs> the people you meet. See, dude, Mr. Rogers, all due respect to Mr. Rogers, but mm. he did not prepare me for that shit. <laughs> for people like that in Sesame Street. Yeah, dude, see, that's... I can know Sesame Street. They let you know up front. How weird people could get. Cookie could get. Monster? Fuck you think Cookie Monster is? I don't know. He's into some dark shit behind Addiction. The, behind closed doors. Addiction. Dude, but that's why, why I'm always saying, like, what, where I grew up, like, there were obviously weird fucking people. There were hella weird people, but they were all kind of in the same category. Hold up, hold up. Sorry. What's up? Someone in, like, a psychology class uh -huh. is gonna try to punch up Sesame Street <laughs> to be, like, a really woke commentary <laughs> on, like, the human, uh, human, uh, what do you call it? 
What do they? What do they say when they're the, the, the human psyche condition? Uh, the word the human the condition. condition. <laughs> I love that too. Like we have like an illness or something. It's uh, a condition. There's something that makes us like it. Right. I guess because we're different than. Do you call it the the lion condition? The what? The li- like if you're referring to a lion, do you call that a con- like the lion condition? No, that doesn't sound right. Why would they say human condition? Well, because we're dope. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm genuinely asking. Because we're like, dope. is this some shit? Like I had to because we college. like ourselves a lot, dude. <laughs> but we also don't Back. like we don't like to address the fact that they're issues. So instead of just like confronting them, bro, we have we have a word for it. Hold up, whenever I do this, hold up, we gotta cut in the picture of the Mega Mind guy because that's why I look like <laughs> <laughs> his forehead. Just okay, you're the Ohio State guys. I've got, I've got the marker. You're the Ohio State guy, so that's why I have you in to give me all the core question answers. Uh, you know what I mean? Core uh, curriculum. Uh, so I need you to understand. Uh. And you give me those kinds of answers, okay? Okay. So I need to be aware mm. if that happened or not. Dude, you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to interface right now. I'm just trying to interface. No, they didn't teach me that at Ohio oh State, my bro. God, I don't dude, know how to do that. <laughs> what a waste of taxpayer dollars. <laughs> just don't know. Just always stop about. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Bro, I love I love being like half half knowing what's going on. Mm. Like, what a waste! Of, it's a it's a school, so like, what a waste of taxpayer dollars. Like, almost makes sense. Let's almost make everything make sense. Yeah, Space a- Force almost makes sense. Does it? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the biggest almost makes sense that got funding in a minute. It's like, yeah, okay, I feel you. He's like, yeah, we got to protect. He mm. goes, okay, we got air. Uh-huh. Okay, we got sea. Okay, we got land. Right. What we got above us? Well, you said air. No, but what we got up here? What's more, above air? It's more air. Space, dude. There's no air in space. See, that's where you're wrong. But when we say air, no, we're no, not no, we're dude, not talking about dude, like the see, molecules dude, and shit. See, dude, see, dude, this is where you went wrong. And this is know, why man. Space Force is a necessity. Because <laughs> we need people who see the bigger picture mm-hmm. and truly understand the capabilities of the U.S. government <laughs> and all the reach we can have. Uh-huh. China's in there. Okay, in space? Yeah, China's up Or in the air? China's up (laughs) China's in the air? Both. (laughs) Mind you, both. COVID is not the right time to be asking these questions, Sergeant. (laughs) Sergeant, button up your fade, Sergeant. Clean up your fade. Imagine like a Christmas movie coming out. It's like a Corona Christmas movie. China's in the air. China's in the air. Dude, no, that's definitely the pitch meeting. <laughs> definitely the pitch meeting for space. China's in the air and in the space, China's buddy. China's in the air. My God. Yeah, because Space Force almost makes sense. If you're telling me, you're like, dude, people can drop bombs from mm. up there. They go satellites or the new frontier. Every time people start telling you new frontier, they don't want to give you any more information. If they tell you some sort of like tech thing, it's the new frontier. Just invest. Satellites are the new currency. <laughs> Human beings are the new currency. <laughs> and Putin's like, I got old money. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like if human beings are the currency, Putin's definitely got old money. He's got old money. He's got the first currency. He's got some money. lady that his dad like had that took mm. when she was like 10 mm. that was supposed to be like trafficked. Mm. That's now 80 and like gives him advice. And she, yeah, she raised him or something. She, yeah, she like works in the Russian bathhouses with uh-huh. the sage thing and she like does the things where she hits his back. With oh, the, you yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. She does all of that. And so he has like an affinity for her mm. and that's the only one that gets like any sort of love. But the rest of them, <laughs> he's got old money, baby. <laughs> Man, that's like a, a secret <laughs> watch collection. Or no, something. dude, that's a. 
The secret watch collection? Yeah, like that lady would be. <laughs> it's like the it's like it's worth a lot, but he doesn't want to sell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I completely <laughs> I completely understand. And after a certain age, your value definitely went down. <laughs> It's a law of diminishing returns, depreciating value. It's all just basic <laughs> economics. <laughs> she, young and May goes, why your nanny tick tick tock? <laughs> and she just dissing, get your money up. <laughs> uh, you ever see the, bro, Vice? Uh, Who's the guy that you like? What's his name? The I don't know his name. One the, okay, the one star review guy needs to do. Like, oh oh, Ta- Taji I think. Yeah, Taji needs to go back. Needs to do all of the exclusive places they went. Uh-huh. Taji needs to go there next. He needs to go back with like the Russian oligarch who's like a billionaire. Did you see that? He uh-huh. wears a speedo and he sits on his bearskin rug. Uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. That shit is sick. Taji, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that would be dope, bro. But I, that's like a really good episode of Vice. But the guy owns like hundreds of acres, in like the Russian wilderness. <laughs> and the dude's just like, he's like, he's fucking, he's a real life oligarch. He's like a king. He's that's like, crazy. He lives like crazy. And the guy goes and hangs out with him for like a day. Uh. But it's not the same vibe. If Teji was there, he would have gotten the right answers out of him. They just do all the baller shit. Right. I, I, want, I want Teji's experience. Wait, that's not the, that's not the, uh, the tech guy, right? He might be. It was like he has to like live in this compound because he's in exile or something. No, no, he's okay, not in okay, exile. Okay. This guy took them to all the cool places. Okay. Like they went gotcha, to the bathhouse gotcha, gotcha. and got all that shit done. Uh, and gotcha. Yeah. And he was talking with the homies. He was eating various foods mm. that had potatoes and cabbages. Mm-hmm. What 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 is Russian food? Uh, Look up Russian ice. food and see what happens. Immediately you get added to some sort of list. Probably like uh, Blindy, Sirniki, Sir, Sirniki, Sirniki. <laughs> Do you like Sirniki? I like Sirniki. Some Kasha. Okay, so let's just oh, say pierogies, pierogies. Russia has no food. All right, guys, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. There's no more today. No more listening. I mean, you can listen to another one if you want to, but for this one, it's definitely wraps. No mas. Anyway, if you uh, like the podcast, feel free to go up to the top. Click that cute little little button on Spotify that says uh, follow. It'll say F-O-L-L-O-W. Um, it'll give you a little notification every time we drop a new podcast, which is pretty cool. You can click it if you want to. If not, it's not super invasive. It won't ruin your day. Uh, you can also do this on Apple Podcasts. And you can do it on Google Podcasts. If you're doing it there, you might just be a weirdo, but hey, to each is their own. Anyway, regardless, we appreciate all of you guys listening, and I hope you have a good day. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Ciao.